Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Today in business from Wired. An algorithm determined UK students' grades. Chaos ensued. This year's A-levels, the high-stakes exams taken in high school, were canceled due to the pandemic. The alternative only exacerbated existing inequities. By Mick Katwala. Results Day has a time-worn rhythm, full of annual tropes. Local newspaper pictures of envelope-clutching girls jumping in the air in threes and fours, columnists complaining that exams have gotten far too easy, and the same five or six celebrities posting worthy Twitter threads about why exam results don't matter because everything worked out all right for them. But this year, it's different. The coronavirus pandemic means exams were canceled and replaced with teacher assessments and algorithms. It has created chaos. In Scotland, the government was forced to completely change tack after tens of thousands of students were downgraded by an algorithm that changed grades based on a school's previous performance and other factors. Anticipating similar scenes for today's A-level results, the government in England has introduced what it's calling a triple lock, whereby, via stages of appeals, students will effectively get to choose their grade from a teacher assessment, their mock exam results, or a resit to be taken in the autumn. While that should help reduce some injustices, the results day mess could still have a disproportionate effect on students from disadvantaged backgrounds with knock-on effects on their university applications and careers. The mess shines a light on huge, long-term flaws in the assessment, exams, and university admissions systems that systematically disadvantage pupils from certain groups. Forget the triple lock. Ethnic minority students from poorer backgrounds could be hit with a triple whammy. First, their teacher assessments may be lower than white students because of unconscious bias, argues Pran Patel a former assistant head teacher and an equity activist at Decolonize the Curriculum, 
He points to a 2009 study in predictions and results in Key Stage 2 English, which found that Pakistani pupils were 62.9% more likely than white pupils to be predicted a lower score than they actually achieved. For example, there's also an upward spike in results for boys from black and Caribbean background at age 16, which Patel says corresponds to the first time in their school career that they're assessed anonymously. Not everyone agrees on this point. Research led by Kylie Rimfield at King's College London, based on data from more than 10,000 pupils, has found that teacher assessments are generally good predictors of future exam performance, although the best predictor of success in exams is previous success in exams. But because of fears over grade inflation caused by teachers assessing their own students, those marks aren't being used in isolation. This year, because of coronavirus, those potentially biased teacher assessments were modified, taking into account the school's historical performance and other factors that may have had little to do with the individual student. In fact, according to TES, 60% of this year's A-level grades have been determined via statistical modeling, not teacher assessment. This means that a bright pupil in a poorly performing school may have seen their grade lowered because last year's cohort of pupils didn't do well in their exams. Children from a certain background may find their assessment is downgraded, says Stephen Curran, a teacher and education expert. This is what happened in Scotland, where children from poorer backgrounds were twice as likely to have their results downgraded than those from richer areas. There's injustice in the appeals process too, particularly in England, where the decision over whether or not to appeal is up to the school, not the pupil. I think it's really scandalous that the pupils can't appeal themselves, says Renfield, whose own child was anxiously awaiting their results. It's just astonishing the mess we created and it's really sad to see. There will be huge differences in which schools decide or are able to appeal inevitably. Better-resourced private schools will be able to appeal more easily than underfunded state schools in deprived areas. The parents will pressure them, and they'll be apoplectic if their child does not achieve the grades they expected, says Karen. In the state system, meanwhile, some schools will fight for their kids and others won't, and teachers are on holiday until term starts anyway. On August 11th, Gavin Williamson announced the triple lock that would allow students to pick from their teacher-assessed grade, their mock exam result, or doing a resit in the autumn if they don't agree with the grade the system gives them initially. But there are huge problems there, too. Nobody is consulting with anybody about this, says Rimfield. There are schools where there are no mocks. Some schools do several mock exams. Is it going to be the average? How is that going to work? The government is still figuring out exactly how mock results will be used, but there are vast discrepancies in conditions that mocks are taken in and no centralized record of mock results. Some schools don't even collect that data centrally for their own pupils. Sometimes teachers will downgrade results in a mock exam in order to scare certain students into working harder for the remainder of the year, says Patel. He doesn't think including mocks will do anything to help repair bias. Not in the slightest, he says because the teacher who is assessing your grade is the same teacher who marked your mock exam. That means it will be difficult for teachers who Patel stresses may not have much experience marking exam papers to untangle their conscious or unconscious perceptions from the words on the page in front of them. Teachers are now being asked to make decisions that are potentially life-changing by completing a task that they're not qualified or suitably trained to do, he says. Even if two children end up with the same final grade after this process, the delays and inaccurate assessments could prove vital, particularly now, 
but also in more normal years. If you're predicted three A's, you're more likely to apply and be accepted by prestigious universities and more likely to be taught the relevant material and more likely to actually make the grade. If you're predicted three C's and get three A's, by the time your results come out, it might already be too late for you to apply to the best universities without taking a year out. The die has been cast, not by your performance, but by your teacher's assessment. Teachers are aghast at the mess that's been allowed to unfold. Grant argues that exams should simply have been taken later in the year with social distancing implemented. Now, he says, we're in a situation where results have become a political issue, and the GCSE and A-level students of today are the voters of tomorrow. Universities are also eyeing the situation nervously. The people we spoke to have been looking at the situation in Scotland and suspect that many pupils, at least those from schools that can afford the appeals, will essentially end up getting whatever grade they want. In the end, we get to a situation where it's pick a number because you've got no reliable sources of information there at all, says Karen. That will have an impact on university placements, which are generally over-allocated to account for people missing their targets. Some universities will have far too many people who have made their grades, while those lower down the rankings may find themselves scrambling for students. A smarter use of data could help tackle a problem, Patel argues. The Office of Qualifications and Examinations Regulation has used data about school performance to head off grade inflation, when instead, it should be using data about hidden bias to counteract societal injustice. Suddenly, oversubscribed universities could look inside the black box and see which pupils were downgraded and why, and use that information to make assessments about who to give places to. Arguably, they should be doing that more often anyway with contextual offers that take into account how much easier it is to get good grades for people from certain social or economic backgrounds. Teacher assessment is prone to bias, but there are lots of other ways of assessing pupils, and if you embrace lots of different techniques, you can ameliorate that impact, Patel says. There's no ideal situation, but the problem here is that exams were never a great metric for learning or success anyway. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at Wired.com business. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.